Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush. I have a very iconic guest today. She is an Instagram star, a TikTok star, a podcast star. She does it all. She's literally a triple threat. Her name is Lex Nico. Hi, how are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I've never been introduced as a triple threat. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, well, you are. You're all over my For You page. Like, before I followed you... On TikTok, like before I knew you were on TikTok, because I follow you on Instagram. You were on my For You page. I was like, oh, look at her. I know. I'm always popping up with some type of Kardashian conversation. Anytime I post about the Kardashians, I don't know why it always hits the For You page. I feel like that's the niche that they've bucketed me in. And like people are always like, can't you? You're so far up their ass and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, if you watch my other videos... I wouldn't have to talk about them as much. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I controversial, but I love the Kardashians. So do I. I, I'm sorry. Like, they've given us so much. And Kimmy is, like, everything to me. No need to apologize, especially not with me. Okay. So let's get back to you, the triple threat. Uh, <laughs> so how did you, like... You love pop culture, but, like, what was the pop culture moment for you that, like, really got you obsessed? Oh, my gosh. I mean, how I got into pop culture on the internet, if we're going way back, like, here's the thing. And I actually was so excited to talk to you because I was listening um, to your podcast talking about your anxiety. And I, like, am very Mm -hmm. open with my mental health and, like, I struggle with depression. And the whole reason I started talking about pop culture was, like, I was very trying to be the like fashion blogger OOTD. And I was like, I hate this. Like, I can't do this. I don't like taking photos of myself. Like, I like talking about things and being behind the scenes. Yes. But I'm not like, you can see me right now. Like, I'm not that put together. That's just not me. And I noticed with like Instagram stories and I would always post and talk about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And then I started Mm -hmm. noticing that like, my engagement on my stories on Monday nights would spike or like if I didn't talk about it, people would start DMing me being like, are you not talking about The Bachelorette? And I was like, oh my gosh, people want to talk about this stuff. So then I started like shifting into this world of pop culture because I always liked it, but I never, I always talked about myself online and I was like, wait, this is amazing. Like I don't have to put myself out there. I can just talk about other people and talk about something that I really like. (laughs) And like, yeah. it was just very helpful I, for me. <laughs> I give it up to like the fashion bloggers, like the good ones. Oh I'm just goodness. like, 
the way that you can just like post pictures of yourself every single day. I don't know I how. could never. I know. I've started like sharing more of my life now that I've like moved out to the West Coast. But honestly, like it's just it's the staying on top of everything the being put together all of the trends like how often are they shopping? I can't do that. I just want to wear jeans and a T-shirt and go about my business. I know. I like (laughs) just have gotten into like wearing slight jewelry, like little like I wear stud earrings and I have like one bracelet on and I think I'm a fucking influencer. Yes, I can't. I can't handle it. How are you feeling now, though? You've been going through a lot. You've been going through a lot. I don't know Girl. how personal you get on this podcast, but we get personal. I, and- I, you know, it's life is here's the thing. Life is good. Like yes. I have good things happen, like happening in my life. But it's me being able to like accept those good things and realize that I deserve all good things in life mm-hmm. is like where there's a miss. There's like a disconnect. You're like, there's uh, a gap here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's worse. But I'm it's- like, I, I recognize like my blessings. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're so, you're such a good writer and you're so smart. You have to be more accepting oh of God. these things. Let's get a little therapeutic right now. You're fucking hilarious. You're such a strong writer. Okay, thank you. You're so talented. You just have to be like, I was having this conversation with my friend yesterday where it's like, I don't know if it's a female thing, but I feel like I hear about this from a lot of women is it's just like, we, we like live in this space of imposter syndrome and like our value is not there in ourselves when it's like, we literally run everything. Nothing in the world or universe would function without us. So... Like, give yourself your flowers and your credit because you have to start just telling yourself so that you start to believe it. I know. And I really do believe in that idea that, like, what you say out loud manifests itself into, like, your reality. And Mm -hmm. so, like, if you are constantly saying, like, kind of negative things about your life or what your relationship or whatever, I swear to God, it comes back. and bad things happen. And it's like, well, bitch, you kind of asked for it. Like, you were kind of, like, putting out negative vibes. Exactly. Like, what did you think was going to fucking happen to you? <laughs> like, I used to make all of these, like, tweets, the self-deprecation, all of it. And I'm like, you need to stop this. Like, I know it's funny and I know it's a joke, but it's like, mm-hmm. now it's getting in your head and we got to shut it down. We got to shut it down. We have to shut it down. <laughs> I actually just had this conversation with a friend too today because I was like, I need to stop like saying things that like just like, like I, I mean, I guess I'm just repeating myself actually. Just like I deserve all my blessings. Everything's going to yes, be okay. <laughs> Let's talk about you though. Sure. Um, so you just moved to the West Coast. I just moved to Los Angeles. Yes, I'm living in the Valley. I have a little TikTok series called Valley Girl Vlogs because I'm like documenting my new life in the valley. It gets such a bad rap, but I feel like now it's evolved and a lot of people love living in the valley. All the celebs are out here because there's more privacy than like LA proper, you know? And like they're building an air one here, okay? It's literally going to be down the street for me. So the valley's all good. <laughs> and where are you from? I'm from Canada. I'm from Toronto. So born and raised in Toronto, Canada. That's why you're so nice. Maybe. (laughs) 
Everyone says that. But no, born and raised in Toronto and I relocated here for work. And now I'm just out here like living that West Coast life, trying to give my dog the best life possible. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. a single mom. I'm a single mom. I'm looking for Wait, a dad. are you a single mom? Yeah. Okay. I'm your single rich aunt. I think you are. Hello. Yes. I'm out here doing it all for me and the yeah, and damn dog. Yeah, you have a dog. new couch. I got the new couch. I got a coffee table waiting for the media unit. It's all, did you see my Instagram today? I've got the little French nook on my rooftop patio now. I'm obsessed. It's like a bistro up there. Mm-hmm. Full service. It's amazing. <laughs> I've I'm been waiting so happy so for you because you and I are in the same position. Yes. We've had the furniture debates. Like, how are you doing? What's going on with your furniture? Because I feel like the couch set off this like, chain reaction of all of my furniture being delivered and it's shifting how I feel like it's actually Mm -hmm. making me a happier person I did not realize that I put so much value into waiting for this furniture (laughs) yeah I am waiting on a couch my couch is on its way gorgeous my rug is on its way and then I mean I'm just gonna mount my tv when I get there Because, like, in regards to, like, a media unit and a coffee table, I just don't know, like, what that will – that space is going to feel like with my couch in it, with my rug. Like, I want to, like, get in there to know. Oh, I'm the the exact same. That's why. I didn't order a coffee table until last week when the couch actually came. And the TV unit, I just, like, winged it, but it's not my favorite. I've been having a little bit of buyer's remorse with that. But I'm trying to make my peace with it because there's – you know, nothing I can do now. I just, I need it to come. <laughs> Wait, what are you having buyer's remorse with? The TV unit, because I got the little media unit, and it's fine, but I feel oh. like I could have, like, found something that's, like, more of a vibe. But honestly, it's very, it's pretty, but it's basic. It's CB2. Mm-hmm. It's good. It'll work in the space. Oh. <laughs> okay, I Lux. I know, right? Well, it's CB2. CB2. Yes, it's a good one. You know, I mean, I I was looking at CB2. I had some friends give me a gift card when I moved as like a housewarming gift for there. So I used it to make a little purchase, which was so sweet. But like they also owe me. I mean, I went to all of your weddings. Oh, my God. So (laughs) I'm such an asshole friend. I'm like, I went to your weddings. I bought all my shit. You owe me. (laughs) No, but weddings are so expensive. Oh, so expensive. Especially if you're in a wedding. That's a whole other conversation. When I see these celebrities, like, again, going back to the Kardashians, but like Kim Kardashian, when she, there are nights that I stay awake thinking about her wedding to Chris Humphreys, the three dresses, and how quickly that started and ended. Like, I just don't even know. Like, I want to have a partner, obviously, but like, my friends are like, what's your dream wedding? I'm like, City Hall, because I don't want to spend that money. (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw, I know you're huge Sex in the City. Yeah, love Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. But the Carrie and Big City Hall wedding when she's in that little silk skirt suit, that to me is the dream wedding and outfit, to be honest. Also, I'm so single that I can't even imagine a wedding because it's hard to imagine a wedding when you don't have a the person that you're marrying like it kind of determines the vibe it so does. like 
Like, I don't get it. I have friends that have their entire weddings planned. Like, entire I'm like, you don't even have a boyfriend. Like, what do you mean? But they just think they're going to just drop any person in there. I feel like, you know, some I, that might work for some, but for I the can't majority, work like that. Me neither. No way. No way. I don't, I just, I've never been that no. person with a wedding where, like, I'm like, oh, I want this or I want this. Like, I've never cared. It's like the weirdest thing about me. Like, I want it, like, I want a partner and I believe in marriage and everything, but like the actual wedding piece, I'm just like, it, it hasn't even registered. It just feels like so much work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it at all. And it also feels like so far away. Yes, I know. Which <laughs> like, like, I can't imagine. There are things that I have on Pinterest that I like, that I'm like, oh, I like this dress. Like, I love that. But mm-hmm. it's never like, this is exactly what I want. I know where I want to get married. I know how many guests I'm going to have. I have no fucking idea. I'm going to probably be older when I get married. So I'm not going to have bridesmaids. Correct. Like, Maybe just some like close no. family members. But then it also gets complicated, right? Because there are some of these like partners that they want their own flair or, you know, if I were to marry somebody, if he wants like all like what if he has like eight groomsmen he wants like that turns into a whole thing. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how we're going to compromise here, but we'll see. My thing is like I would love a little city hall vibe and then be like, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to be in Greece. If you all want to come join us in Greece, let's have a little party. But like you can come meet us. But I don't know if I want like a full on hoopla of a wedding. It's just a lot. And you're right. It's, it's like, so I don't know. If, I'm out here freezing so my eggs pressure. being like, ugh, a wedding. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Freezing your eggs. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Because I just had this conversation with my mom. Did you? Good for you. Yes. What was the conversation? I was like, the conversation was, mom, I think I'm going to the doctor soon because I want to get an egg check. And she said, what is that? And I was like, I just want to know, like, what's mm-hmm. the status of the girls? Like, are they skeletons? Are there, am I barren? Like, do I just, was I never born with eggs? Like, what? You just want to know what's up. Uh, like, do I have time? I just want to know. Because mm-hmm. I've also never had, like, a pregnancy scare. And there's been times where I should have been a little scared. <laughs> okay. It just has never happened. It will certainly give you peace of mind if you want to go, like, get your uterus checked. You know, that's the, the place that I'm in. Yeah. Where it's like, I just went and got checked. I'm so relieved. Everything looks good down there. And then I have to go we to New York for Fashion Week for work. And then when I come back in September, I'm going to start, like, the hormones and when the, the part that is hard. So I would say if you want to get checked, like – go get checked um, and just see your situation. But you're also very young. Like, I'm 35. And they said, like, this is the age that you should do it. But, like, you have so much more time. And you're, I, I, you're, you're, you know, I feel the utmost confidence that you're good. But I'm all for peace of mind if you want to just go get checked out. <laughs> I don't think it's like, you don't have to go through with the whole thing yeah. now if you just go get a little check. That's all I want. I just want to know. Yeah. Get it. Like, I just want to see what the status of the girls. Like, how it was are they doing? It was very nice to hear that things were good in my uterus. <laughs> like, I felt so very lucky. So many things cannot be good. Mm-hmm. So many things can, like, be a factor, especially at my age. So it was a huge relief and a weight off my shoulders. 
And I'll talk to you in a month when I've started injecting myself with hormones if I'm feeling the same positive energy. (laughs) (laughs) Please post about it. Like I love when people get like really personal on Instagram. I've been posting, again, going back to my TikToks. I have a whole TikTok series about my process. I'm telling everyone. Transparency is like my number one thing. I don't have a big filter. I could tell you anything about my life because I'm just like, we're all going through it, especially after this pandy, you know? Oh, my God. I know. And, like, we're still in the pandy. We're still in it. Like, and I can't watch the news because I take all of that on and then I get, like, really emotional and Mm -hmm. then I feel, like, hopeless and I feel helpless and then I'm, like, I cried last week about the climate at least six times. Yes. I know. It's scary. Yeah. I was reading about um, Haiti and Afghanistan yesterday, and I'm just like, it's just too much. It's too much to bear sometimes. And And I'm just just like, what do I do? I know. And I mean, I think there, you know, there is an importance in educating yourself, but I think that there's also an importance in like hopping on a podcast with you and let's talk some shit about celebrities because, you know, we do need these distractions and some lighthearted banter and conversation. Like, we need that balance as humans. Yeah. It's the only way we're going to survive mentally, emotionally. Physically, Physically spiritually, sexually. Yes. It's all, all of the of above. It. Correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. So speaking of celebrities, like, let's talk celebs, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, all right. I have to ask you, are you attracted to Pete Davidson? Yes. Is this a controversial opinion? Okay, good. (laughs) Yes. I don't know what it is about him, but like there, I am physically attracted to Pete Davidson. Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah. Sock boy summer. I am so attracted to him and it's not even like, it's not, I can't, I wish I could be you and be like, I don't know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Tell me. Okay. He's disgusting. <laughs> In the hottest way. Like he's like got that like dirty look, you mean? Like that like like so dirty, but also I know I feel like he's also just really clean though. Like he just looks yes. dirty. Yes. I yes. love that he lives with his mom in the Same. basement. I love that he, like, is incredibly self-deprecating and open about, like, his mental health. I love how funny he is. I remember he did the Justin Bieber roast back in, like, 2013. And that was the first time I had ever seen him. Okay. And I fell in love with him. Was he funny? I'd rather watch that He was so fucking funny. He was so funny. I was like, who is this guy? I'm in love with him. Well, he's single now. Okay. Is that... That really, like, made me sad when I saw that Page Six article about him and Phoebe. I don't know how do you say your last name. Di- Divinor? Dinovore? The Bridgerton girl. Yes, the girl from Bridgerton. They've been dating about mm-hmm. five months, and now they've called it off just because of their scheduling conflicts. But, like, when they were at Wimbledon, I was all in on those two. So this was kind of devastating for me. Because it's like I have my celebrity crushes and then they get girlfriends and I make my peace and I accept it and I'm happy for them. And then they throw me a loop mm-hmm. by breaking up and I'm like, well, no, I have a chance, even though Peter is a child. I'm like, I would never date him. We would never come in contact with each other in life. 
But in your mind, you kind of no, go there. You're he, like, I could see us together. He dated Kate Beckinsale. Oh, true. Very yeah. true. You have For a chance. For a hot minute. We'll see. I'm going to start dressing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of am dressed like him right now. <laughs> like, I love his you fashion. You kind style. of are. It's insanity. I live for his style choices. That, to me, is the main attractor. I really love it. Yeah, and I love that photo of him and Ariana Grande. I shipped them so hard. Like, when they were together, I was in it. I was Mm -hmm. like, they're soulmates. I was like, they'll be together forever. A fucking idiot I was, but... You I know. believed it too, though. I believed it too. When they would like, yeah, she was like on tour at the time with Sweetener, and they like would post all of their little videos in the hotel rooms in black and white. And I'm just like, you two are so goofy and cute. I'm all in. I get really all so in on cute. a lot of celebrities, like and Travis he... and Courtney right now. All in. We can talk about them later. <laughs> no, we can talk about them right now. <laughs> are you? Do you feel done with Pete Davidson? Because I... I feel like you weren't done yet. I. I wasn't fully done, but then you brought up Kravis, and I was like, we got Ready to go. I know. We can talk. Yeah. The, this man got on a plane. Got on a plane. Since 2008 in his de- – I read his memoir. I did a podcast um, called Celebrity Memoir Book Club, and we read his memoir because I was so invested – in Kravis, and I was talking about them all day, every day on TikTok, that I connected with these two girls who have the Celebrity Memoir Book Club podcast, and I was like, let's read his podcast, or let's read his memoir and do the podcast, and it was an incredible, his life is bonkers, and so the fact that he got on this plane, like, he describes the crash in detail and just how burnt he was and how much he went through at, like, the recovery, like the burn recovery center. I did not know how long of a journey. He had like 75% of his skin regrafted on his body. What? Yes. It was major. Multiple surgeries over the course of months living in this burn center. Oh my God. So like all of these things, like the fact that he got on this plane – is so major. I'm blown away. That's huge. I know. And just like the whole romantic huge. part of it that like it was with Courtney and she was with him for that first flight and we see how intense they are together. And because they're older, it's like an intensity that I believe in because I'm like, they know what they want. They don't need shit from each other. There is no like imbalance of their success or wealth or status. Like, They truly just are so hot for each other that they just don't want to deny it anymore. And I'm all in. (laughs) And I love that he has known the family for so long. I know. So long. It's so cute. I love that. I know. It makes me just think, like, are friends really the perfect twin flames? Maybe they are. And also, like, so (laughs) I have, like, three that I like. Um, so they're like, okay, I'm not going to compare eating French fries to getting on a plane after a, like a deadly plane crash. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that photo of Kourtney Kardashian a few months ago eating a French fry with Travis, McDonald's, I was yep. like, this is her, this is her like 
thing that she's going to, like, get over a hurdle with him. Yes, I know. Well, she they went to Tre Lune, which is this, like, Italian restaurant in, um, where do I want to say, Montecito, I believe it is, where they always go to the Rosewood. They, they're always at that resort, if you see mm-hmm. them. Um, and she posted a photo of cacio e pepe pasta. And I'm like, my girl Courtney is eating gluten and dairy, like at least ordering it, you know? So I do see this like mm-hmm. new side of Courtney. And I know Travis is vegan, but I'm sure sometimes they like are socially not. They'll socially eat dairy, if you will. But I just am like, they're, they're, they're so in love. They're so like comfortable and relaxed and happy, fat and happy, you know, all the good stuff. But I do. Yeah, I and I love that she cut her hair. Oh, it looks really good. It looks she really looks like good. Penelope. I know. The one thing that I was like laughing, not laughing about, but chuckling with myself, I was like, this first monumental plane that Travis boards and they go to Cabo. <laughs> like, of all places, they're going Stop. to Cabo. But I mean, it's like a short flight, so it's great. Big fucking deal. And you know what? There are a few teenagers in this world that I'm terrified of. And one of them, well, she's not a teenager anymore, but Avery Singer, I'm absolutely terrified of her and her cowlick. Terrified. Uh, She really needs to figure that out immediately. But uh, Alabama Barker is one of the most intimidating children I've ever seen. I forget that she is a child, which kind of makes me sad. But also I'm just like, you're a Hollywood kid. Like, it's – I'm never going to understand, you know? But she mm-hmm. is an adult in my eyes. It's scary. Tell me about Bama on your For You page. Oh, yeah. Like, when she pops up, I just, like, I get scared. <laughs> because, like, she has the heavy, like, Shayna energy. hmm You know what I mean? She's out there. She's like uh, – yeah. yeah. She's putting herself out there. And I don't, oh man, Shayna and the kids too. What's the latest with that? I don't even have an update there. I feel like every week it's something different. They're like hot and cold with their mom. I haven't heard, yeah, I haven't heard anything lately. I know that they like weren't really speaking and like Alabama would post like things about her and how Courtney is like, she's cooler with Courtney. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But also, I think Rain is just going to be a nightmare of a child, truly. You do? Rain has some character. Yeah, I think Courtney's kids are actually really, like, ill-behaved. Yes, I've heard that. They're they're pretty – they are probably the least disciplined of all of the Kardashian children. (laughs) Yeah, you could tell that at the reunion or that after show thing that they did with Andy Cohen when they were talking about their parenting styles – and how Kim and Chloe kept like making eye contact with each other when Courtney would talk about her kids because she was like, you know, if they just like aren't feeling it, like we'll just stay home from school and like just hang Watch out. I'm movies like, all what? day. <laughs> like imagine I'm like, Courtney. Imagine, mom, the vibes are off. Can we just watch movies all day? Sure. We'll make our gluten free like, yeah. cinnamon toast. <laughs> I know. But like honestly, the the whole thing, I do love, what I will say is, like, I love that Travis and Courtney are blending the families with the kids. You know, like, they're all hanging out together. 
Yeah, I like like that a lot, too. I'm really over Scott. I've never been, like, a Scott and Courtney stan. Like, I've never wanted them to be together. I like Scott. I thought Scott, in the later years of Keeping Up, really held it together with some comic relief on the show. Um, And, like, I liked him as an addition to the cast. But I am not sitting here being like, Courtney and Scott should be together because Scott treated her like shit. Come on. Scott's still working through his crap. He's got his demons, Mm -hmm. and he can date 18-year-olds or 19-year-olds, however old Amelia is now. Maybe she turned 20, but, like, that's just going to be his his little window. He's going to turn into the next Leonardo DiCaprio with less talent. (laughs) I've offended you. I've offended you. everything. (laughs) It's just, like, I... Listen, I do think he's funny. I agree he is the comic relief on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But I do feel for Courtney when she's like, did everyone just forget how horrible he was to me? Like, mm-hmm. why are you all, like, why are you bringing him around and inviting him places? She's like, he was, like, really, really horrible. And Courtney, I think, emotionally just shut down. And if that made her seem like a bitch, like, okay, I get it. I would be the same way. I'd be like, we're having three kids together. And, like, you're out partying and doing, allegedly doing drugs and, like, cheating on me. Like, get the fuck out. Right. Like, People are so quick, especially the family, like the sisters, are so quick to forget how brutal he was. And it's all on fucking television, so you can all go rewatch your own Mm -hmm. show. Because he has come, like, and that's the thing, I do give him props. Like, I know he still has his, you know, issues, but he has come a long way. And respect, you know, respect to you and more power to you. But I don't think that he is in a place where he is mature enough for Courtney and what she deserves, especially compounded by all the shit he put her through. And that's I my take. I 100% agree. But yes, anyway, my whole thing, I will die on this hill. Courtney deserves better than Scott, past and present. And speaking of deserving better, like Chloe and Tristan, are we going to discuss them? Because I'm so ready to. We will discuss them when we come back from the break. Just give us one minute. Let's be honest, ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star, so why go through all of that with a healthcare provider? And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com H-O-T-M. Okay, let's talk Chloe and Tristan. I love, did you put Trisket here? Is this what you call him? 
in your notes? I love. Yeah, I call him Trisket. Oh my god, let's talk about this. This is the best. <laughs> okay. Because there are rumors circulating that Trisket and Chloe are back together because they were seen at the premiere of Paw Patrol, which Kimmy is like a star in the new movie. Yes. And he's been posting like cryptic things on Instagram about like forgiveness and growth and courage. And commenting (laughs) on her posts with heart emojis. Trying to fight Lamar. What was that? What was that? Oh, my gosh. I don't understand. Here's my thing with Trisket. If you love this woman so much, keep your dick in your fucking pants. It is really simple. Like, it's really simple. Why is this an issue? It's literally, it's the easiest thing in the world. I've never once, like, not... Like, I've never once, like, flashed a titty and didn't know that I was doing that. Like, I've, you know what I'm saying? So I don't get why men, like, just think that they can just, like, do whatever they want with their dicks. And, like, it's just, they're like, oh, I don't know how that happened. It's like, you don't know how that happened. Also, he needs to be more aware of, like, the optics. Like, knowing him and his past, like, he can't keep like being seen out at clubs with girls and shit. Like you can't keep doing this because it looks terrible and you're constantly embarrassing her. Constantly embarrassing her. And like, if you want to be going out to the clubs, which he loves, he he is like a club enthusiast. He loves to go with the boys, get a table, bring some girls. Blah, like he loves the whole lifestyle of it, especially when he's in LA. And I'm like, why are you doing this if you want your baby mama to be happy and you love her and respect her so much? Like, this is disrespectful. Even if you want to be going out and doing those things, just stop for like a little bit to save face, to save her face. And I'm confused. I think with Chloe, like, I love her so much and I know she's such an empathetic person, like, as the sisters and what we've seen on the show. And she's a Cancer in terms of astrology, so they really hold on to people. They're loyal and it's hard for them to let go once they, Mm -hmm. like, break down that shell. But it's like, Chloe, if this man keeps doing this to you, like, you have to get to a point where you cut him off. And you cannot keep using the excuse that he is the father of your child. Look at Scott and Courtney. Look at Kim and Kanye. You can co-parent and not be in a romantic relationship with the person. And I don't know what she yeah. thinks. Like, I, I, I'm like, I don't know if she, like, thinks that she sees something so good in him at his core that she's holding on to that. But it's like, you can see all of those things, but also recognize that this person is not deserving of you. And your value and your worth. So, like, you gotta walk away. Trisket is not it. Trisket crumbles under pressure. Yes. Yes. Like, he crumbles. Like, he just can't seem to hold it together long enough for anyone to even believe that they're, like, a legit couple or even in love or whatever. And I can just tell that Kimmy is just hates him and the only reason she doesn't say anything is because of true i know like when chloe was talking about him at the reunion kim was like going like her face she was like ready to 
just be like, no, this is fucking ridiculous. And I think all of the girls, like the Kardashian girls, not the Jenners, are very traditional at heart because they grew up with Robert and yeah. like a like a nuclear family like that. And then they grew up with uh Chris and uh now Caitlin. Yes. Um for like 20 years. So it's like they love the idea of having a family. And I think they saw how Chris regretted leaving Robert and they were like, oh my God, you know, maybe Chloe is hanging on to that. Like I don't want it to be that type of situation with True, but it's like Robert was like an upstanding guy minus the OJ stuff. It seems. Yes. Yes. And I like minus the like defending a murderer thing. (laughs) Minus that whole tiny thing. But I do see that it's even the first time Tristan, all of the rumors about Tristan came out and the whole Jordan Woods thing and everything. But like Kim. I, I was watching, they were playing these like a month ago on E, like the old episodes from that season when she, when Chloe was in mm-hmm. labor the day after Tristan was caught on camera making out with some chick at a club. And like Kim, I had never, I forgot how mad Kim was at Tristan. Kim was so unwilling to ever allow Tristan back in their lives. Like he had to work to earn that trust again. And then he did. To the point where on this final season, when Kim is talking about her separation from Kanye, she's like, I see Tristan and Chloe together, like, working out, getting up in the morning. They're on the same schedule, like, they're a team. And I'm like, wow, he did the fucking work to make Kim do this 180. And now, mm-hmm. I feel like she's going to be done with him. Done. As I would be scared of Kim. Be. They should be should done. Be. And they never Remember will. Remember that episode when when Scott brought the girl back on vacation or something and Kim like went in the room and like lost yes. her mind? I was like, I'm obsessed with you. I love Kim. Kim is all time for me. I love Kim. I've been like mm-hmm. really, you know, coming around to Kendall lately. I really like her style. I like her stylist and I kind of like that she's just like her own person But Kim for me is all time. I will always love Kim. She is the heart and soul of that family. Absolutely. Truly. Ugh. Um, Okay. So I have to ask because I'm personally, and I never thought I would get to this point. I've personally reached Benefer burnout. Really? Was it the deep dive? Like, I need... it was the deep dive it was I don't know I need maybe I need more now like I feel like they were giving us so much and then that booty rubbing pick that Mm -hmm. they did on the boat I was like okay like where do we go from here and it's like okay I don't I need more now like I need a proposal on like a balcony very publicly okay so you you like I need something major to happen the showmanship. You're really you're you're in it for, you know, all mm-hmm. of the sparkle and dazzle. You need this. Okay. So do we feel like they're close to a proposal? She's building this house, but then they're also shopping for homes allegedly. I'm very confused what's going on on the real estate front with the two of them. Because she was in Miami with A-Rod, I believe. Now she's been spending more time here. They're bringing their kids around each other. He obviously lives here. And she's house hunting. 
but I keep going back and forth if they're house hunting together or apart. I would love a blended family new home situation for the two of them. I feel like that could really satisfy yeah. my appetite right now. I'm not I'm not at the proposal thing yet because the proposal thing I'd be <gasps> like this is all fake. I'm sorry. You know what I need? What? You know what I need? Maybe not a proposal. It just hit me. Tell me. I need Jennifer Garner in a pick with them. Co-parenting. Conscious coupling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would really, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't it be nice on like a somebody I, I'm always the people that I'm most fascinated with in Hollywood, to be perfectly honest, are not the famous people. It's the friend of people. Like almost like if you want to think about like Jennifer Meyer jewelry or like I know that she's comes from a kind of a famous family and she was married to Toby McGuire, but like the friend of people that are always having famous people in their private Instagrams, they have like 2000 followers, but they're friends with all the famous people and they're popping up everywhere. Like I would love to have like Jennifer, Jen and Ben at some type of like backyard barbecue in the hills, of course. So it's luxurious, but like all of them there on like one of the friend of's Instagrams that just like gets picked up by everybody and we all go crazy, you know? Less curated. That's a dream. That's the dream. That's a dream. I live for those photos. I don't know why. (laughs) I love like a a back in the back of an Instagram story, Mm -hmm. like sneak peek at like a couple or like or something. Like I need something on Dumois like ASAP. Yes. I'm getting bored. It's true, but this is the problem with Ben and Jen. They're so good at giving us what we want. They're so good at feeding the beast. (laughs) And I know that they have to go away to leave us wanting more. Like, I understand the logic behind it, but it's like, we, I can't, I don't want the breaks. Like, I saw on TMZ, it's like, oh, Jen's out for lunch with her son as Ben celebrates his birthday somewhere else. And I'm like, but why? Why aren't they together? I need a mm-hmm. shot of them now together I doing I something the exact for same his thing. birthday. Like, I don't understand. And like those, it's like I, I have this expectation in my mind from getting so much of them. So it's not even that I'm bored. It's like I need them to keep going. I'm addicted. That's what it is. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> and I want them like, I don't want the speculation of them house hunting. I want them at the house. Like, I want to yes. see them. I want a million-dollar listing episode. Yep. I want boxes. I want trucks. Like, that's what I want. I just, uh, I mean, do we think Um, they would never do that? But they might. They might do their own. I could see Jayla tossing in her own fixer-upper show. That woman knows how to stay booked, seriously. (laughs) 100%. And she hired Chip and Joe at one point. Her and A-Rod did to, like, decorate their house a couple years ago. They did? I never knew that. I also just need more Ben and Ben and Jen. Like, I feel like I would be satisfied if we got – remember when she posted her video on the yacht and she's like, 52. And there was the voice in the background that was like, yes. And like, people are like, is it him? Who is it? Or I was. Like, I need more of that. I need more Ben to my Ben and Jen. Vocally. Visually. Ugh. I love that man. I I don't know how to And he's a Leo. Which is so interesting. Oh, I even with his tattoo. I know. <laughs> I know. You like, know, I check the best of Ben. But off, here's like, my Instagram, thing: like every day for a new Duncan shot. But since he's been with Jen, it's a Duncan free zone. It's very upsetting. 
Do you think she put like the the cash yes. on that? Correct. A thousand percent. She was like, this is really unhealthy. <laughs> Please it's stop. Starbucks at minimum. Yes. Starbucks, I was shocked that whole yes. video of him and, smoking uh, when they were in Italy, when they were walking. I couldn't stop watching it because he was puffing it in her face. I know. And I was like, Ben, have some respect. Yes. Like, he was like, didn't give a fuck. He is truthfully iconic in ways that, like, we are we don't discuss enough. Like, that one photo of him smoking a cigarette underneath his face mask. <laughs> yeah. Like I've given us so much. Him. There was that tweet where it was like he's given us so much, and it's that one. It's like him at the beach with the tattoo and the towel. With the towel, <laughs> and he's like looking dunking. out, and he just looks so defeated. <laughs> oh my god! It's I, so funny. I love, I love that man. I don't know how to give him up. I don't know how. Oh I feel god. like a part of the reason well, why I. Have I- this- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. I was always making it about my celebrity crushes. I was just saying, I think one of the reasons why I like Chris Evans so much is because he is, like, from Boston, like Ben Affleck. Like, I know that's so dumb to say, but, like, I actually am just, like, they have a connection, so it makes him more attractive to me. But that's my stupid point that nobody needs to know. (laughs) No, I mean, I love Chris Evans. He's really stunningly beautiful but he's Mm -hmm. also like really I don't want to say approachable because he's so hot that it's like I would never approach him but a part of me would think about it yeah I feel like he would just be like pleasant you know just like pleasant hey girl yeah how are you have you seen that video you probably have the video of him and the interview with the girl with the boots uh yeah I have. And he's like looking her up and down, like ready to just like knock boots. To be that woman. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's got his hand like this. God, to be that hand on his face, I'd pay a lot of money. <laughs> okay. We got to shut it down. Like, I'm going to go to an inappropriate yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. We got to, this is like, we can't go like R rated. No. Um, okay. So I met you through the Instagram, and I yes. obviously run like a Bravo Instagram, so you clearly are a fan of Bravo. I am. Um, what is your favorite Housewives franchise? Oh, my gosh. I really go back and forth. I've been, like, loving – I got into Potomac during the quarantine, so I had never seen it before, but I love the woman of Potomac. Um, but, like, I am, like, Beverly Hills. Again, it's just the California connection. Like, I'm Beverly Hills till I die. And then I like, like, New York and Jersey. I don't watch Atlanta. I'm sorry. Um, but I did watch Don't Be Tardy. So I was a huge Don't Be Tardy fan. <laughs> the one biggest fan of no. Don't Be Tardy. But, like, I am OG, I like, Beverly Hills for life. Don't Be Tardy. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, there's something about, listen, I get why people hate Kim. I understand it. Like, I fully get it. But I find her so fucking charming. I know. I know. Just so outlandish. Like, they're just wild. And 
And she is who she is in real life, I've heard. Like, this yeah. is Kim. Like, she has not changed. Like, she's been the same person. I mean, she looks like a different person than she was when she started. Like, she's literally the same. I have been following, you know, her and Croy's journey. Like, Croy. there is such a deep love with her and Croy. Like, that is the kind of love, like, I want. it's, like, written about. Like, vision board type shit. I know. And, like, I remember, so I did watch, like, the beginning of Atlanta, and she had, like, Big Daddy paying for all of her bills or whatever his name was. I forget Big now. Papa. Big Papa. And I'm just, like, so fascinated by this woman. But, um, no, like, Housewives franchises, I am, like, Beverly Hills. I feel like they had, like, a little bit of a lull. I'm really loving this season. Sutton is pumping new mm-hmm. energy, Sutton and Garcelle, into this franchise. But like, mm-hmm. I'm that's that's the one for me. I I also love Kyle and I love Kyle. I I love her how she is as a mother, as a wife, as a yes. friend. Like how yeah. she is on the show. I've always been Team Kyle. I'm obsessed with like her bronzy shoulders. She always has like a cold shoulder shirt yes. on. Mm-hmm. Not as of recently, but because they're filming in a colder climate in LA. But usually, she always has a bronzy shoulder. Yep. And where do you stand on Erica? Like, I'm very curious. (sighs) Okay. I was never, like, I was never, like, a, you know, pretty mess stan. I didn't, like, hate her. I wasn't against her. But I was just like, meh. Because she's a little over the top for me. Um, I think what I like about Kyle is, like, even though she is also so rich, there is – it's like the mom factor. Like there is something that's understated about her where she's like a mom first and then everything else. Erica is like too much for me in her like character and personality. But with the whole like Tom and lawsuit thing, like, I mean, I don't trust that she's being 100% honest with everybody. I'm, I'm like really with Sutton on this where it's like things aren't adding up for me. And she's so good at giving that cold stare and, like, avoiding answering questions and just, like, moving on that it's, like, I don't think we're ever going to get the full story with Erica. And I think that's what I don't love about her. I totally agree. And where I keep coming back to on Erica is, like, she kind of created this confusion on her own. Like, Mm -hmm. she created all of this doubt. Because she's never been fully upfront with people and she's always been very cold. So it's like, okay, well, you can't really blame people for asking these questions. Right. Like, to seem that no, you just can't. Like, what do you expect? And then what bothers me with the Erica mm-hmm. situation even more, like to be honest, is Lisa. Like with Lisa, I, I you know, Lisa's like, own it, own it. And with Denise last year, it's like, why aren't you asking Erica to own anything? Like Sutton's the one asking the questions. Like Garcelle's getting in trouble because producers kind of like screwed her in that situation a couple weeks ago. But it's just like, mm-hmm. why is it selective owning it, Lisa? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No. And uh and That's I knew I that situation. she was going to use the defense. I knew she was going to use the defense of, well, last year everyone gave me a hard time about Denise. So now I like learned my lesson. And it's like, mm-hmm. I no. knew that that was coming because it's just it's her out. Way out. It's yeah. her way to get out of. Yeah. 
it's her scapegoat. And like, it bothers me. I don't think Erica's being 100% honest. And I think too, I am like, so the opposite type of person here. Like Erica gets defensive and she gets, she can get like mean and scary, like with Garcelle and stuff. And it's like, Mm-hmm. You can be defensive without being an asshole, you know, like, and I just don't, I think that's a poor defense mechanism in this situation because it's making her look kind of guilty, in my opinion, as a viewer, you know, and I just, I don't know. Yeah. And now, Tom, wait, did you post something or did I see it on Kiki Talk of Shame tagged you? Tom, tell, Tom is auctioning stuff or the law firm is. What is this? Correct. Tell me the story. This just happened today. The law firm seems to be, they seem to be auctioning off like the items in his law firm. Like they're auctioning off a desk. They're auctioning off Dell computers. They're auctioning off posters of Julia Roberts from Aaron Brockovich. Like they're auctioning off. And I don't believe the money goes to the victims. I think it goes to like the government or like whoever they, yeah. Like I just don't think it's, I don't think it goes to the burn victims. I literally think it's just like, I don't know, but I'm fascinated. And so with the whole lawsuit, I read something and I've, you know, I was dying at the whole thing with Sutton um, and the, was it like the insider article? How like none of the ladies read the article in full except for Sutton. But like, I'm also guilty of that. There's been so much going on. Like, is Erica going to be held responsible for also paying these people back? Or can she? Because there was something that came out at some point that, like, people can go after her for their money, right? Is that still true? Was yeah. that true? I th- I think it's because he she was involved in some way getting $20 million deposited into her account. Right. In her EJ trust. LLC or something, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, like Sutton said, she was like, if the devil is depositing money into your account, like, you know, you know, it's coming. Yes. So it's just very interesting. And I am enjoying watching Kyle question things like Mm -hmm. she's not really showing up for Erica the way Lisa Rinna is in person, like where it's like or Dorit, like where she's like, oh, my God, I support you 100%. She's just kind of standing there, like, just being there. Yeah. But then in her confessionals, she's definitely throwing some shade. She's asking questions. She's like, all of this is confusing. Like, she's like, Tom was the richest lawyer I've ever met. And then they did the montage of all of the the money they had. And yes. I was like, oh, God. I was like, the editors and producers, like, what are they thinking? What is Andy thinking? Like, I know. Is he going to grill her at the reunion? Like, I don't even know. I know. I'm very curious. And Erica is somebody that will pull back. Like, she'll be like, legally, I can't talk about that. Andy, like, she'll say some shit like that, you know? And, like, we won't get – I just – again, I don't think we're going to get everything that we feel entitled to out of Erica Jane. And it's disappointing. But it's her delivery and, like, the fact that she's, like, defensive and rude about it that makes me more mad about it. I'm I'm being very hard on Erica. No, right now. No, for sure. And I think people No, you're being reasonable. <laughs> There's burn victims involved True. in orphans. True. Um, I just think like there's this idea of this somehow this reckoning with Erica. And I'm just like, we will be holding our breath forever because that will never happen. And also, again, I say this, I feel like every single week, is the difference between Jen Shaw and Erica is 
Erica's not being, like, charged. Right. She's just being investigated. Jen Shaw's literally being charged and has, like, her arraignment or whatever coming in October. Like, that shit's crazy. Like, Jen Shaw's going to jail. She's going to pull a Teresa Judice. Like, right? Like, she's going to go to jail. No? Am I crazy here? Yeah. And how that trailer. No, she's definitely going to jail. That trailer for Salt Lake City was a very strong season two trailer. I am excited. I couldn't believe it. Like Meredith disengaging. I'm not engaging. I'm disengaging with Jen. I'm like, oh my God, I have chills. I know. And like the fact that Jen's saying that Meredith is the one that like tipped off the feds or whatever. It's giving me Jersey season two with that, like where they open up at like, um, or season three, I'm sorry, like where they open up at the christening. Like that's Mm -hmm. how I feel this season's going to go. It's, it's going to be very explosive it's going to get crazy. And I, I'm not feeling the new housewife that they brought on. I've seen some things online of hers that I'm just not really feeling. Okay, who is she? I didn't uh, really... Lots of gun vibes. Oh, no. I saw her in the trailer, but yeah. I like wasn't... I was really invested in, like, the whole Jen Shaw of it all because I was just like, this to me... Like, what what is so fascinating to me about our society and pop culture right now is, like, this is, like, real life. Like, you're going to jail, Jen Shaw. Like, you're being arraigned. And, like, mm-hmm. but you're, a reality camera's filming you around. And then you're talking about this on a show for Andy, for Bravo, for all of us. Like, what is happening in the world? If I was Jen, I'd be like, I'm off the show now. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> well, it shows, like, her level of narcissism. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like this idea of like, well, I have nothing to hide. It's like, you're literally probably going to prison. Like, what are you talking about? Yes. Like, she's getting glam. She's getting like, she's filming. It's like the FBI was searching for you at Beauty Lab in Salt Lake City. Like, while you were filming, like, shit's getting real, Jen. What are you doing? And it's like, I'm excited to watch Meredith and Whitney both kind of, like, question her. And mm-hmm. Lisa is probably going to dump her ass. Thank God. Oh, my God. I'm Lisa. just ready. I really – I, like, loved my Lisa's queen. style. I know. I love Lisa. Vida Tequila. Is it Vida? <laughs> yeah. I'm desperate yeah. to try some Vida Tequila. <laughs> you did a good Vida voice. <laughs> I love her. I love her. You could do, like, a really good Lisa Barlow voice. I'm going like, to try. Like, you were like, I love that. I'm going to keep practicing for season two. We'll come back on. <laughs> you should. Wait. Also, with the... Um, it would be can, so good. I, I love talking to you right now because I, like, watch the Bravo shows, but they're, like, the type that I, I like, record and then I kind of, like, catch up. So I'm not fully caught up on, like, Potomac from yesterday and... Things like that. But like Housewives All-Stars 2, they announced, are they actually doing it at um, Dorinda's house? Was that a real thing? Or is that a joke? That's what I've heard. Oh, my God. That's what I've heard. What is it called? Berkshire's Manor? (laughs) Yes. Bluestone Manor. Bluestone Manor. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, People were complaining about Eva being involved, but I think Eva was actually a really great housewife. She just yeah. was on during, like, like weird years. Like, she was pregnant the whole time. So, like, but she, I thought she was a fun housewife. I think she also brought, like, a fun young energy. But I don't necessarily 
But I wouldn't classify her as an all-star. Like, yeah, I'll put it that way. But, but she's so, like, like Jill, Phaedra, Taylor Armstrong, Dorinda. Is Vicky gonna um, be on it? Else? Weren't they teasing Eva. Vicky possibly? Vicky, yes. So sorry, Vicky. How could I forget? Well, what I like, so Eva might not be like a housewives all star, but like Eva goes back to like America next, America's next top model. So like she could be a reality, like she's like OG reality, and to me that gives her some clout. Am I thinking of yes? Right, I'm thinking of the right. hundred percent. Yes, I agree. That photo of her with the spider lives. Oh my, in my god, brain forever. <laughs> it lives rent free in my mind. Well, I mean, I it I'm first I'm excited for All Stars season 1. I love that we're already continuing on this cycle. When I met the love of my life at the car show this weekend at the races. I don't know if you saw my Instagram where I was like <laughs> low key trying oh, to did. find this missed connection and that found out that that man is married. Somebody again found out that his wife is on some Bravo show, but I think it's like a digital series. I don't remember the name of it, but I was like, it always comes back to Bravo. I know. Always. I know. It's full circle. I want to know who his wife is. I'll tell you after. I mean, I don't know these people. I'm not going to just go parading their personal Oh, okay, 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 okay. But... (laughs) I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, she's on a Bravo show. She's not trying to be that private. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. So we've been chatting for like an hour. Oh I'm gosh. obsessed with you. I definitely want to have you back on the pod. Yes, please. So tell everybody where they can find you. You can literally find me all over the internet at Lex Nico, L-E-X-N-I-K-O, everywhere. Like any single social media platform you have, I'm on it. So I will troll myself out to you in that regard and then listen to my podcast as well it's called one last thing it's on apple and spotify and i think amazon podcast too just look up one last thing it's a pop culture and current events podcast hosted by me and it's like kind of like a it's almost like a podcast vlog you know i talk about my life i talk about celebrities just we shoot the shit on there have guests sometimes and it's a lot of fun kind of like this i had like so much fun talking to you I know. I had so much fun talking to you. I'm glad we could get together. And you guys obviously follow me at Bravo Historian on Instagram. Take your Zoloft on Twitter. And then, of course, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review to this podcast wherever you listen. And I'll see you guys later this week for the Bravo Friday episode. Bye. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love, and the harm to you too. Learn more at undo.org. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99.